Blue, this is Dr. Adam's Flavor, and this is Warrior Health, and today I'm going to speak to you about depression. Yes, depression. I'm speaking to you about this topic because I deal with it on a daily basis in my patients, in friends and family members, and even myself. And it's important for each and every one of us to understand that depression is very, very different than sadness. Uh, sad, sadness is, you know, the reaction to a circumstance. You know, someone dies, you lose a job, you have, you know, trouble with a friend or uh, you're, you're, you know, you, something bad happens, you get in an accident. And that's understandable. Sadness is something that we all experience. We all experience happiness. We all experience joy, anxiety, excitement, and sadness is just one of them. And so it's extremely important when you're talking to someone um, and you're talking to them about depression that you really need to define it uh, or look at it in, um, in the bigger picture. Make sure we're not dealing with sadness as opposed to depression. Um, depression is basically a, a fog, a, an operating system where basically the, the patient uh, can't seem to lift themselves out of. And it's something that goes on for, for you know, an extended period of time, not an hour, not two hours, or not five. I mean, if obviously you're having you know, moments of sadness punctuated by moments of, of joy and happiness, that's not depression. Depression really is a fog, a heavy fog that you can't really lift from your, your, your being. And it's something that it's difficult for people to escape. And the, the interesting thought with uh, depression is, is that um, sometimes... It's important for you to feel the feelings that you're 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 developing or that you are are actually feeling, and and the reason for that is as follows: many times when we treat depression or when we treat certain uh, mood disorders like anxiety, we're actually blunting your ability to actually feel those feelings. And physiologically, you know, there's a thought that you need to feel them in order to heal them, and you don't necessarily get that when you when you blunt them. There's no such thing out there as a happy pill. I can guarantee you that. You can't go to the pharmacy and get yourself a happy pill and make everything all better. It's just not not the way it works. What these pills basically do is they, they blunt the lows and they they also um, blunt the highs. So you're you're left with a less of a swing. And from a from a biochemical perspective, you're altering your body's ability to um, to uptake or to uh, recycle these neurotransmitters, these chemicals that are responsible for maintaining happiness and well-being and joy. And in doing so, you know, you, you can possibly make permanent changes to that, that, that system. Um, we do know that um, there may be some medical reasons that people may be sad. Their thyroid may be off. If you're hypothyroid or even hyperthyroid in some circumstances, you can actually present as having sadness or depression. And many times when I have a patient come to me who says to me, I'm depressed, everything's horrible, and you know, my life is, is, is in a shambles, I'll check their thyroid to make sure that that's still you know, functioning appropriately. Another thing that is very important to, to realize is that other hormones play a big role in, in happiness and sadness and well-being, like uh, the sex hormones, testosterone, estrogen, progesterone. All these hormones, this hormonal soup, actually will affect your mood. And that's why we see, you know, I use the example of uh, in the Muppets, the two guys in the balcony, the grumpy two old guys, they're grumpy and they're, they're cantankerous because they actually have low testosterone. Um, yeah, I just made that up. But, but that's the example of, of what happens when someone gets older and has, has you know, derangements of, of their sex hormones. They just become cantankerous. They become, 
you know, sad. They become depressed. And they look at life as uh, glass half empty. Uh, and that's, that's at least from a medical perspective, how we look at people who have, uh, who have depression. Make sure that there's nothing metabolically wrong with them. People who also have low sugars can feel down and out. They can feel anxious and nervous. So, again, when someone comes to me as a doctor and, I, and they say that they're depressed, that they're down, I'm going to search for a, a clinical reason, a medical reason why they, 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 may be, they may be sad. Other things they can do, believe it also, is, um, is the amount of sunlight that you get. Uh, there is such a thing as called a seasonal affective disorder, and that um, the amount of sunlight that people receive can actually affect their their mood, and that's why many people are down in the dumps or blue in, in the winter time because they're lacking the sunlight that they and their psyche also need. Obviously, um, situations uh, arise as we mentioned earlier that can cause people to feel sad. And, and there's a big debate whether or not one needs to be medicated or not. Obviously, if you can't function, you're paralyzed, and that might be the best option. But if you're still functioning, you're still you know, capable, uh, there one may beg to differ that, that you or the patient or whoever it is needs to experience those feelings in order to heal them. Uh, and, and those are the, just the general approaches, at least, that I have when I'm dealing with depression. I'm not really a big fan of um, filling prescriptions for antidepressants, uh, but when push comes to shove, I, I will. And, you know, we, we, uh, we need to take a holistic approach uh, towards depression. I mean, all, all too often people are interested in a quick fix, the one done, you know, here's your pill, we've cured it. And in essence, you know, these pills, they do some good, but they're not the, the be-all, end-all. Uh, because, uh, you know, you still need to go through the, the situation. You need to go through the, the, the pain, the sorrow, the, the anxiety, the depression, uh, in order to at least uh, come out the other end. Now, there's some natural things that one can do that can at least treat depression. We know that exercise uh, is excellent. They've done some studies and they found that uh, moderate exercise actually is just as good as some of these antidepressants. That moderate exercise can uh, lift your spirits and make you feel more at ease, more at peace, more centered. I know from personal experience that when I go to the gym, I'm, I'm actually feeling a lot more grounded. Um, you know, obviously we know that medications uh, are out there, uh, not to mention meditation. Uh, meditation helps ground people, helps make, make them give, uh, give them clarity and focus, as well as sleep. You're lacking sleep, uh, that's also going to mess with your mood. So, you know, there are a number of things that one can do from a non-medical perspective, non-pill perspective, and those interventions can actually make a huge difference. And I typically recommend them over uh, jumping to a pill if you need to. I will give it to you, but I'm not, uh, I'm, that's not my first line. And obviously, if you need hormones, if you need testosterone, estrogen, or progesterone, then when supplementing them, uh, people do much, much better. So depression is a little bit more complicated than just, I feel sad, I feel lonely, I feel down, I feel anxious. It's looking at the big picture, looking at the, the chemical soup that's involved with, uh, with, with mood, such as hormones. It's looking at, uh, at metabolic derangements. It's looking at sleep patterns and lifestyle patterns. It's looking at um, exercise and lack thereof. So that's really it. That's my takeaway on depression. And I hope that you all have an awesome day and that, uh, and that we'll speak next week. This is Dr. Adam Slaver, and this is Warrior Health. Mm-hmm.